Let us pray. Moreover, the workers with familiar spirits, and the wizards, and the images, and the idols, and all the abominations that were spied in the land of Judah and in Jerusalem, did Josiah put away. 2 Kings 23-24 My Lord, I want to take time to thank you for guiding me and protecting me in my youth so that I could get to the place where I am now. As I rest and meditate on your goodness in times past, I will remember that you are the reason for the celebration and the gratefulness in my life. Through my intentional devotion, I tear down any false idols and ungodly ways of being that may have crept into my life. Anything that I've erected over your word, like work, money, relationships, or comfortability that serve as an idol, I tear down right now. Let your will and your ways be the focus of my attention. Let your heart be the focus of my affection, for in your presence is everything I'll ever need. May my legacy be a mirror of King Josiah's in today's reading, a legacy known for putting your presence before my pleasures. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Continue listening for an incredible Bible story brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. Josiah's Reforms In our last story, Josiah became king over Judah. He was only eight years old when he took office. However, he clung to the wisdom of God and became beloved as the righteous king of Jerusalem. He restored the temple and repented on behalf of the people. In this story, we see Josiah bringing Judah out of the depths of darkness and slavery to sin. He goes throughout the city and wilderness to rid Judah of all its shrines to past gods, inspired by the book of 2 Kings. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, Pastor Jack Graham here with today's episode of The Bible in a Year. We're always glad to open God's Word together. In our previous episode, we were introduced to King Josiah. He began to rule Judah at a very early age, but his constant search for wisdom and godly instruction led him to rule with honor, faith, and integrity. He tore down the altars of the false gods and restored the temple, and during the restoration, the scroll of the law of Moses was discovered, God's word. When faced with the reality of Judah and Israel's unfaithfulness, Josiah sought a prophet of God for insight on how to make things right. And even though the prophecy he received foretold judgment and captivity, Josiah committed himself and his people to live in obedience before God. 
Today, we'll hear about all the reforms that Josiah enacted in Judah, cleansing the land and God's people, cleansing them from sin and idolatry that had kept them in slavery. So once again, let's listen to the Word of God. Midday was beginning to turn into dusk. The sun was grazing the top of the holy temple. The gold adorned on the pillars spread the light into a hundred different directions. Josiah climbed the smooth steps into the house of the Lord. Behind him were all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. All people, young and old, followed their king as their ancestors followed Moses to the tent of meeting. There Josiah knelt before the Lord. He beat his chest and lamented the sins of his forefathers. The people watched their king weep over sin. It was a new feeling for them. They had spent several decades with kings hell-bent on destroying all forms of holiness. To see a king bow before God was an odd sight. They wondered if this is what David looked like all those years ago. Josiah read before them the law of Moses and exhorted them on the love and justice of God. The sea of faces were somber and contemplative as they listened to their king. When Josiah finished, he closed the scroll inside. He raised his hands high into the air in front of his people and cried out to the Lord on their behalf. King Josiah made a covenant with God that he and the rest of his people would seek him alone for their worship, that they would hold fast to him and his statues with their whole hearts and souls. Josiah fell to his knees and prayed to God, his hands still lifted in praise. A hush fell over the vast crowd. Then, one by one, they all began to bow as well. For the first time in nearly 400 years, God's people bowed to him in reverence and worship. After a while, the people returned to their homes. The torches were snuffed out and the city became silent. Yet Josiah remained. The echoes of his slow breaths filled the empty sanctuary. Josiah remembered how close the Lord had been to him as a child. Josiah would not have been able to survive being king as a boy if it weren't for the comfort of love and God. Josiah rose to his feet and called for a few of his men to be gathered. Although it was late, there was still much work to be done before Judah was truly free. Josiah stood outside the temple with his most trusted men in front of him. The sun had set completely, and they all stood with torches lit in a circle. Josiah looked to the high priest Hilkiah and ordered him to take his servants back into the temple. There were still some old idols and shrines in Baal and Asherah dwelling there. He wanted them removed and burned outside the city. He looked to some of the city guards and ordered them to scour the city for the priests of Baal. Once they were all found, they were deported out of the city. Lastly, he had his generals break down the homes of the male cult prostitutes who lured men and women into the temple to fornicate on the altar of Asherah. Once all of the men departed, Josiah took a few of his guards to the hills. That is where his grandfather and other worshippers would kill and burn their children. The woods were silent. The trees swayed slightly to the breeze as Josiah and his men walked. Josiah looked around. He could see fire pits and altars in different parts of the woods. Charred infant bones were illuminated in the moonlight. Josiah remembered his father coming here often. He had lost brothers and sisters to these wretched rituals. Looming over the charred ground were large twenty-foot wood altars to Molech, 
A righteous anger filled Josiah as he peered up at it. How many innocent lives were given for this false god? How many children burned in these forests, all for the vain pleasure of wicked men? Josiah could hardly stand it. Some of the altars were much older than others. It was Solomon himself who first erected altars in the high places. Josiah gestured to his men, and they tore down the pillars. They crushed them and burned them. Then they went into the small shrines and filled them with dead men's bones to defile it. Josiah wanted to make sure that no man or woman would come to this place for worship again. So he could not simply destroy these shrines. He had to make the ground itself unclean. Josiah descended down from the high place back into the city. There he lay in his bed, praying for the Lord to spare him and his people. Dawn's light was covered from the lingering smoke of burning Asherah poles and ceremonial brothels. Yet Jerusalem seemed cleaner than it had ever been before. Priests were making sacrifices in the temples, and people were freely entering into the temple's gates to worship. Men who had made a living corrupting the minds of young people were gone. Families were restored to one another, broken marriages were beginning to mend, and a selfless culture was beginning to blossom. It was then when Josiah restored the Passover feast as a national tradition. It had been forgotten with the age of wicked kings, yet Josiah brought it back as a reminder that God is the source of true freedom. After Josiah's period of reform, he marched into battle against Egypt to protect Judah from further harm. The two armies raged against one another, and Josiah leapt into battle with his men. Josiah was not a mighty man of war like his ancestor David. He was a gentleman, but noble and filled with courage. Necho, the king of Egypt, spotted Josiah from the other end of the battlefield. Necho rode through the enemy lines, toppling Judeans in his wake. Necho held his spear high and sent it whistling through the air. Before Josiah had a chance to even see it, the spear impaled him. Josiah's heart stopped beating before he could even hit the floor. Thus ended the rule of Josiah. Never had there been a more righteous king before him. He pursued righteousness and loved his people. Yet all men must face their end. So Josiah was buried with his ancestors. Today's scripture passage is a fantastic scripture when King Josiah gathers the people for a tremendous, momentous occasion. The book of the law of Moses, God's perfect word of instruction and guidance to his people has been discovered. But this was no museum relic. This was the living word of God, the word of God without error, inspired by God himself, which is the key to living right before the Lord and others. Josiah knew that people needed to hear the word of God. Like David the psalmist and the king, his delight was in the law of the Lord. And if the people would only hear it and read it and open their hearts, healing could begin in Judah. God's law expresses God's love, his incredible love for his people to protect them and to provide for them. It was how Israel and Judah were set apart from all the nations of the world. The word of God is how the Jewish people became the people of God. After reading the book of the covenant, Josiah renewed his promises with God as we read in 2 Kings 23 and verse 3. And the king stood by the pillar, 
and made a covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all his heart and all his soul to perform the words of this covenant that were written in this book. And all the people joined in the covenant. Don't miss this. Just as an evil king turns his people away from God, a righteous king who seeks the Lord shepherds God's people back to the Lord. It's a spiritual principle for all of us. As parents, we are to live godly lives and serve as an example to our faith for our family. As pastors and church leaders, as national leaders and governmental leaders, we are to turn from our sins. We are to renew our hearts always before the Lord and call people to follow the Lord obediently. But Josiah knew that this was just one part of the process. Evil needed to be rooted out and the land rid of the idolatry that had plagued the people for so long. He had already torn down these evil altars in the city and destroyed symbols of pagan gods. But the country was large and in the shadows of the forest were altars and idols hiding waiting to seduce people away from the one true God again. These were demonic altars that needed to be destroyed. He sent his men through the woods, taking down the places where these horrible evil things happened, places where women and children were offered to bloodthirsty gods, shrines that trapped men and women with empty promises and powerless deities. What a lesson is this for us to learn. Though you may not have an altar or an idol in your life, there are often dark and hidden places where temptations lurks that demand our attention that we need to destroy. If we are wise, as Josiah was, we will pray for the cleansing fire of God's Spirit to burn through any of these dark places in our lives that threaten to rob us of the joy of the Lord. Josiah was truly committed to cleansing the land, and when the work was done, he called the people to a celebration that reminded them of how God is all about releasing the captives and freeing his people from slavery. They observed the Passover, glorifying God for their newfound freedom. Our reading ends with the end of a life very well lived. Josiah, the most righteous king in Judah, ultimately died in battle. Never in all of his years did he stray from seeking the Lord. This does not mean that he was a perfect man, but he was God's man, and God had his heart to his last day. Dear God, we thank you for good King Josiah, for his life and his legacy. We also pray that we will live for you to our last day, till our very last breath, that we will live in obedience to you and follow you all the days of our lives until you take us home to be with you forever. Thank you for the strength of your spirit to do this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Let me encourage you to download the Pray.com app and always make Bible reading and Bible study a priority in your life, along with prayer. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love. Let someone know, because by sharing this podcast, you can truly make a difference in someone's life. And if you want more resources from me, Jack Graham, as to how you can grow in your Christian life, then go to jackgraham.org. That's jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare. 
an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality.